worldwide mega vaccination sites being readied in the Philippines to ramp up the country's vaccination rate. Philippine House lawmakers grill officials of state health insurer PhilHealth over the delay in the release of guidelines for the COVID vaccine indemnification law. COVID fatalities in India cremated on funeral pyres as the country's crematorium struggled to cope with the rising COVID death toll. And former Minnesota police officer Derek Chauvin found guilty of murdering African-American George Floyd. I'm Tony Velasquez. And I'm Karen Davila. On our broadcast tonight, larger venues for inoculations being readied in the Philippines as the health department denies there's a shortage of COVID-19 vaccines. Doses of more vaccine brands are arriving in a few months, but one of these are, is linked to blood clotting incidents in the United States. Rafael Bozano has tonight's top story. More than 9,000 new infections were added to the Philippines' COVID-19 tally on Wednesday, bringing the total to 962,000, of which over 116,000 are active. COVID-19 deaths rose by 124, while over 19,000 additional recoveries were recorded. As the COVID-19 surge continues, the Philippine General Hospital is operating at almost 90% of its bed capacity. Every day po nagtatali kami kung ilan ang namamatay. Ang mga at least five patients po a day for the last two weeks po. Meron pong times na mas mataas doon, mga seven to ten. Pero more or less po mga five patients na ang namamatay na dumadating or nas naka-admit na. Kasi iba po sa PGH po, sa emergency room, minsan po pagdating ay talagang halos dead on arrival na o very critical. Yung iba naman po ay nasa ICU at talagang malubharin po talaga sila, hindi sila makaaon sa COVID. Meanwhile, the health department denies there is a shortage of vaccines. It says they have been able to provide local governments with the right number of doses based on their requirements. Barrett Biotech's co-vaccine, which uses a dead virus, and Janssen's vaccine, which uses the viral vector platform, are the latest vaccines that were given emergency use authorization by the Food and Drug Administration. But Covaxin was given a conditional EUA because it has yet to submit other requirements needed by the FDA. Meanwhile, the FDA has additional recommendations and the administration of Janssen following alleged blood clotting incidents in the United States. After nila makapagbakuna ng parang 7 million na mga tao, nakakita sila ng 6 cases din na possible na connected na yung mga blood clotting issues. Uh -huh. So ito ngayon ay inaaral din sa Amerika. Pero dito kasi... Tiningnan ng mga expert natin kung 1 in 1 million yung possible event na yon mm -hmm. eh kung tutuusin na sobrang dami ng covid dito sa atin Correct. eh kung bakunahan mo yung 1 million na yon mas marami kang masasalba no kaysa kung hindi natin sila bakunahan recommendations ng Food and Drug Administration para dito sa JNJ and sinabi nga nila kailangan i-train natin yung ating mga vaccination teams 
uh, para easily they can recognize this kind of adverse events among those who will be vaccinated by this specific vaccine. As other brands are expected to reach Philippine shores in the coming weeks and months, government is looking at putting up bigger vaccination sites to hasten immunization. Isa pa hong ginagawa natin ngayon, nakikipag-negotiate na po sila Secretary Galvez for big vaccination sites katulad po nung Sanayong Pilipino at dun po sa mga ibang areas pa na na-identify na ng vaccine cluster. And due to the shortage of healthcare workers, the DOH recommends that non-health workers also get involved in the process to help man the screening, counseling, and monitoring of those who received COVID-19 shots. Rafael Bosano, ABS-CBN News. Philippine House lawmakers question why there's still no guidelines for the implementation of the indemnification law nearly two months into the country's vaccine rollout. At a joint hearing of the House Health and Trade Industry panels, PhilHealth admitted it is still finalizing the guidelines for the indemnity fund to compensate vaccine recipients who will experience adverse effects. The delay in the release of the guidelines did not sit well with lawmakers. Delikado po ito sa mga mamamayan natin na nag, uh, nag-ayaw na kung nagkaroon man ng adverse uh, effect sa kanila, paano nila ito uh, ma-avail at paano nila ito, uh, paano natin ito maibibigay sa kanila, Mr. Chair. So, um, uh, pa- hindi ko pong maintindihan kung bakit hindi wala tayong ano, guidelines for now. It took us a while because uh, we are... Uh, studying this carefully how to go about it as well as uh, we have to consider the available uh, resources no, as provided by law. Crematoriums in India are working overtime to cope with the number of COVID-19 fatalities. The details and other global COVID updates in this report. Indian crematoriums are struggling to cope with a surge in COVID-19 fatalities. At least one crematorium is burning an average of about a dozen bodies a day. India recorded 2,023 COVID-19 deaths Tuesday. Meanwhile, relatives of COVID-19 patients in the central Indian state of Madhya Pradesh loot oxygen cylinders from a hospital as parts of the country run short of the precious gas. The U.S. State Department issues a Level 4 Do Not Travel Advisory for the Philippines. The agency cites the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention's Level 4 Travel Health Notice for the country, which was issued due to a high number of COVID-19 cases. The CDC adds even fully vaccinated travelers should avoid the Philippines due to the presence of new COVID-19 variants. Johnson & Johnson says it will resume rolling out its COVID-19 vaccine in Europe after the European Medicines Agency said the benefits of using the jab outweighed the risk. The EMA found possible links between the jab and rare blood clotting issues in adults who received doses of it in the United States. The U.S. is expected to decide on whether to resume using Johnson & Johnson's vaccine Friday. The spokesperson of the Philippine government's anti-communism task force admits they've been doing background checks on the organizers of community pantries. But he rejects allegations that this is in any way profiling. Mike Navalio reports. What started as conversations over group chats and Zoom meetings eventually turned into what is now the Matatag Community Pantry in Diliman, Quezon City. A group of friends composed of NGO workers and professors at the University of the Philippines work with volunteers to give food to members of the community. 
Basta inspire kami nung Maginhawa Community Pantry. Na nakita namin na napaka, ang ganda nung idea, na napaka-direct, napaka-simple and doable nung uh, naging initiative ni Patreng doon sa Maginhawa. Among the volunteers is a caretaker of a vacant building which houses donations of food before they could be distributed. Kasi wala po silang paglalagyan ng mga ano eh, items eh. Kayo, naawa din ako kahit hindi aking yan, eh ako ang nagbabantay dyan. Kusang ako po ang nag-ano, volunteer sa kanilang adit. Despite their humble start, they too did not escape red-baiting and profiling. Ivanka says some policemen asked their neighbors if they were communist or if they were supported by communist groups. Sana wag nilang gawin yon, kasi ang dami sa amin ay kami mga groups of friends na hindi naman kami affiliated sa Communist Party. And um, sana wag naman ganun. It's, I think it's a very malicious um, thing to do. Sana supportahan na lang nila. Anna Patricia Noon, the organizer of the Maginhawa Community Pantry, also said she was subjected to scrutiny. Yung mga polis po, hinihingi po yung address mismo ng bahay namin. Tapos po, bukod pa doon, hinihingi pa yung information ko kung may boyfriend ba daw ako, single ba ako. The heads of the Interior and Local Government Department and the Philippine National Police have both denied ordering any probe on the organizers of these community pantries. But no less than the spokesperson of the Anti-Insurgency Task Force, NTFLCAC, confirms they are checking who are behind the community pantries. He clarifies this is not profiling and is based solely on reports from netizens. They're informing us na mayroong ganitong activity dito sa aming community. Pakicheck po kasi bakit sila mayroon sila mga karatula na kung ano-ano. Mayroong uh, agitation, may mga propaganda materials. We're just checking yung, uh, yung kung sino itong mga nag-organize nito to make sure na, na walang ibang agenda. Walang kailangang mag-uto sa amin kasi trabaho yan, mandate yan ng EEP, mandate yan ng uh, mga ahensya ng gobyerno. Human rights lawyers slam Parlade's statements. Kahit anong salitang gagamitin niya, malinaw na profiling yun. No? Uh, pangalawa, in, hindi namin nakikita na may lehitimong dahilan yung pagkuha na yun. Kasi napaka-transparent, napaka-upfront ng purpose ng community pantries. Uh, pagbibigay ng pagkain sa mga taong nagugutom. So bakit ipoprofile yon? On Wednesday, lawyer Evelyn Ursua and former congressman and now chairman of the National Union of People's Lawyers, Neri Colmenares, visited community pantries in Maginhawa, Maharlika and Matatag to offer legal advice to organizers. Sa simple lang advice, hindi ito illegal, wala kayong ginagawang masama, so uh, hindi kayo pwedeng pilitin na magbigay ng impormasyon. Dinchel Jokno, chairman of the Free Legal Assistance Group, also shared some tips on Twitter on how to deal with authorities. The PNP says it is now investigating allegations of red baiting. Investigahan ng CIDG yung, uh, at mga PROs, Police Regional Offices, yung mga alleged na mga red tagging na yan, investigahan nila yung sarili nila mga tauhan at ang ating cyber crime group ay uh, investigahan din ang mga uh, pagkakalak ng mga malisyosong mga uh, text na ito at saka yung mga sa social media. They clarify they have nothing to do with the activities of the NTFLCAC. Giant step against systemic racism in the U.S. That's how President Joe Biden describes the guilty verdict handed to a former police officer for the murder of African-American George Floyd. More in this report. 
find the defendant guilty. Former police officer Derek Chauvin is found guilty of murdering African-American man George Floyd. Chauvin was caught on camera May last year, kneeling on Floyd's neck for 9 minutes and 29 seconds. Thank you. The ex-cop could face up to 40 years in prison for his crimes. Floyd's family celebrated the conviction, calling it a milestone in America's racial history. Oh, man. I'm just, I'm, I'm just grateful. I'm grateful that my grandmother, my mother, my aunts, they just got to see this history made. I'm even great. I'm, I'm grateful my brother's not here. I'm grateful and I'm proud of him. Amen. I will salute him at every, every day of my life. President Joe Biden says the verdict on Chauvin is a giant step against systemic racism in the U.S. No one should be above the law. And today's verdict sends that message. But it's not enough. We can't stop here. In order to deliver real change and reform, we can and we must do more to reduce the likelihood that tragedies like this will ever happen and occur again. Vice President Kamala Harris, meanwhile, urges her former colleagues at the Senate to pass the George Floyd Justice in Policing Act, which aims to stop racial bias in law enforcement. A measure of justice isn't the same as equal justice. This verdict brings us a step closer, and the fact is, we still have work to do. We still must reform the system. Over in Minneapolis, at the site of George Floyd's death, Crowds erupted in jubilation as the guilty verdict came out for Chauvin. Demonstrators also gathered at Times Square, New York, to celebrate the conviction. Minutes before the, uh, the guilty verdict against Derek Chauvin was announced, police in Columbus, Ohio, fatally shot a 16-year-old African-American girl. A video released by the Columbus police shows the teenager lunging at two other females with a knife before the responding officer opened fire. The unidentified officer, who appears to be white, has been put on administrative leave pending an investigation. Hundreds of protesters took to the streets of Columbus following news of the shooting. Former U.S. President Trump slams how President Biden is handling the migrant surge at America's border with Mexico. Trump gave the comments in his first major interview since leaving office. He says his hardline immigration policies should not have been reversed by President Biden. Trump also says the surge in migrants could destroy the U.S. He claims human trafficking and drug smuggling through the border had quadrupled. Biden sought to reverse Trump's policies on deporting illegal immigrants and keeping asylum seekers in Mexico. There's never been anything like what's happened at our border. And people are coming in by the tens of thousands. They're walking in. They, they, we had, all he had to do was leave it alone. We had it so tight. We were doing so well. All he had to do was leave it alone. Stay in Mexico was a big deal. You know, that wasn't easy to get. We went through court systems. We went through everything. Our final word tonight is a quote from Benjamin Franklin. He that is good for making excuses is seldom good for anything else. And that is The World Tonight, the 21st of April, 2021. I'm Karen Davila. I'm Tony Velasquez from the Philippines. Thank you. Mabuhay. <laughs>